Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Therese Cerise, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is going to be called Ask. Here we go. Dear Lord, where do I begin? The other night while I was sleeping, I had a vision. But what exactly could this mean? My imagination produced this scene. Is this the will that you have for me? Because it seems so real. Are you preparing me for my new journey? Or should I just stand still? Oh Lord, what if this vision becomes my reality? Is this what you have planned for me? Why didn't I trust you all along? I delayed my blessings by doubting you, Lord. My Lord, how wonderful you've been to me. Excuse me. It came true. That beautiful scene. Now I will soar beyond the stars and prove how gracious you truly are, my Lord. So I hope that you all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And for those of you who have no clue who I am, excuse me, y'all, it's early in the morning for me. Let me clear my throat. Okay, so (laughs) some of y'all will get that later. Okay, so (laughs) um, where was I going? Okay, for those of you that do not know, I am the content creator and the creator of this here podcast, the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. And on here, we are and intend to be raw, which stands for real and wise. Now, as real as I am, meaning very transparent, I'm sharing my life's journey. And just to let you know, it has not always been wise, okay? (laughs) But if you are all ready for some realness, I am about to share a part, parts of excuse me, let me correct myself, of my journal. So the the journal that I got, and this is, y'all, the first entry that I wrote in this journal was November the 26th of 2001. So that is literally over 20 years ago. Just, you know, yeah. So anywho, the book itself says, this is what the book says, on top of the journal that I was writing in. It says, don't quit. This was by Jill Wolf. Don't quit when the tide is lowest, for it's just about to turn. Don't quit over doubts and questions, for there's something you may learn. Don't quit when the night is darkest, for it's just a while till dawn. Don't quit when you've run the farthest, for the race is almost won. Don't quit when the hill is steepest, for your goal is almost nigh. Don't quit, for you're not a failure, 
until you fail to try. Again, this was written by Jill, J-I-L-L, and then Wolf, W-O-L-F. And this is when, or this is the journal that I opted to write in. And it has a photo of a lighthouse. Excuse me. So I wrote, the first thing I did was write a poem. So I'm going to read that poem. This is not in my book of poetry, (laughs) but it is a poem that I wrote. Yours truly, Teresa Reese. So here we go. It says, only God can. I visited with God today, a visit like no other. We laughed with the joy of the Lord. We shared our stories together. He supped with me. He comforted me. He listened to me. Then he counseled me. There is nothing that compares to his glory. Only God can make my troubles seem small. Only God can help me to make sense of it all. Only God can love me with such tenderness. Only God can keep me in my right mind. Only God can make me laugh in trying times. Only God can, and he's all I need. So that was written on November the 26th of 20. Oh, I said that wrong. (laughs) November 26th of 2001. Okay. (laughs) So what I wanted to share, and I don't know who this is for, but as I was reading it, I'm going to censor it. And I'm censoring it on purpose because this is my journal. And um, not only that, I, I have to camouflage some of the people, you know, for protection's sake. So. What I wanted to, what I literally, or what stood out to me is what, um, as I was reading this, this is when I was newly married. For those of you that don't know, who have never, ever listened to my episodes, I am a divorcee. I am a mother of six beautiful children and one grandson, well, grandmother to one grandson And I have only been married one time. No, my six children are not by my ex-husband. He is the father of two of my six children, which are my youngest two. But I have four different baby daddies. Okay, so on here, I am very transparent. Very, very transparent, as transparent as I could possibly be in hopes that I could help someone not make the same mistakes as me. And so... One of the things, though, that I wanted to share is that I've always journaled ever since I was 10 years old. That's as long as I can remember. It could have been sooner, but I remember when I was 10 years old because I used to write many stories. I literally used to narrate little short stories at 10 years old and it would have its beginning. It would have its middle and it would have its end. And I've done this literally the majority of my life. So one of the things that I've noticed is that throughout the course of my life, when the going got tough, when I did not know how to articulate my emotions, my feelings, what I was going through, I would grab a book. So if I were to be honest, you know, how? okay, so some of you may not know this, but I've heard read somewhere where they say that if every single scripture that was written were to be printed 
or that okay that don't sound right well anyway <laughs> that sounded wrong but anyway hopefully you can catch what i try to say if every because that don't make no sense to say it was written down but not printed but anyway so but if every single scripture was combined it would reach the heavens i believe that's what i heard <clears throat> excuse me and so when i think about the journals that i've written they won't reach heaven okay <laughs> but if I were to stack every single journal over the course of the 48 years of my living, if I were to gather every single journal that I've ever written in, I know that it would go higher than my height. And I am 5'2". So that's saying a whole lot. I've been writing for so long. I've literally lost count. And the crazy thing about me, I don't know where I get this from, but I found out that my oldest child has that same tendency. And my, I think my second child does too. Um, so the girls, we have this tendency where we will start a journal and then we will lose interest in that particular journal. And it's kind of like squirrel because then we'll find another journal and then we'll start writing in that journal. So that's another reason why if I were to stack them all up, it would be most likely higher than my height is because I have multiple journals that I've written in over the course of my life. So when I was writing in this particular journal, again, this was literally over 20 years ago. Um, I was very, very encouraged. That's the word that I'm going to use because I was literally reading the words that I spoke over myself and I was reading the promises that I made to myself as well as casting down some strongholds um, that was written in my journals. So a lot of times whenever I was going through something in my marriage at that time, what I recognized is that I literally would take time out to turn it over to God and I'm just amazed. So one of the things that I had written and then two, well, I'm going to tell you why I'm amazed. One of the reasons why I'm amazed is that a lot of these things that I wrote down that I was decreeing over myself came to pass. So one of the things I had said is that I believe I will net over $35,000. I'm still not limiting you, God on an exact dollar amount. So now we're in 2022. God has exceeded that. So to think that my my goal was to reach a $35,000 and $35,000 annual salary in 2001 and to see that God has exceeded that in 2022 is a blessing. So yeah, can't nobody tell me what he can't do. But anyhow, so then the next thing I had wrote, I believe that I will receive my dream car. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. At that time, it was a Honda Accord. So what I put, I put the year. I said the 2002 green Honda Accord with beige interior, tinted windows, nice rims, um, a CD and a tape player. OK, so let me tell you how he did it. He did exceeding abundantly above all I could ask or even think. So how he did it. Good morning, son. So how he did it was he literally. I love God. He did exceeding abundantly. So he gave me a 2014 
Honda Accord, brand new. I was the first owner. And I guess my taste had shifted because it went from a beige leather interior to a black leather interior. That's just how faithful God is. He's going to do exceeding abundantly. And he knows the desires of our hearts. So at that time, I said beige, but the tables turned and I wanted black. All right. So the next thing I said, I believe I will minister to thousands of people in your name. And you will use me in a mighty way for your glory. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I stepped out on faith January the 8th of 2020, I believe 2020. Are we coming up on? A, no, uh, yeah, y'all. Okay, so I, I have a tumor in my brain and my memory. Trust me, at being 48, it's starting to play with me. So I believe it's either 2021 or 2020 is when I started this, this podcast. Hold on. I can find out right now. I think I can. Okay. I'll come back to that. Either 2020 or 2021 is when I started this podcast. Um, actually, no, it is. It was, I believe, in 2020 because it's been a year. It's been over a year. So that'll be, no, okay, so we'll say 2021. 2021 is when I started. January the 8th of 2021 is when my first episode aired. And we are now at over 9,000 listens. So November, oh, what day did I write this journal, this entry? Hold on, y'all, let me find out. I wrote this entry December the 1st of 2021. I mean, of 2001. December the 1st. Of 2001, I wrote, I believe I will minister to thousands of people in your name and you will use me in a mighty way for your glory. Huh. We are now, today's date is September the 23rd. This is a Friday, September the 23rd of 2022. And my podcast has been listened to over 9,000 times. And it is in over 40 countries. We have the power to speak those things that be not as though they are. I know a lot of you have heard of manifesting. Um, Different people call it different things. I call it faith. (laughs) I call it faith. Believing those things that I do not see, knowing. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So that's according to scripture. And so some call it manifestation. I call it faith. And I believe when I was writing in this journal that I was I was literally speaking in faith. Now, what I will divulge to you. Let me explain what divulge is for those that don't know. One moment, because I don't want to take that for granted. To divulge. And that is D like David, I like ink, V like Victor, U like umbrella, L like Larry, G like George, E like Eddie. That is how you spell it. Make known private or sensitive information. So it wasn't divulged to me 
or let me divulge to you because it wasn't divulged to me. All I was ever told by God is that he was preparing my audience for me. That was the only thing he shared with me. And the way things unfolded, I didn't get a preview of that. When he told me that he was preparing his audience for me, I was in the process of writing my first book of poetry. And when I was writing my first book of poetry, I literally was writing that for my children. That was my intent. My intent was to share that with my babies. Now, for those of you that maybe y'all are cooking a sudden, getting your children ready for school and didn't hear, um, I literally just told my son good morning. So um, that was my 21 year old. But anyhow, so I didn't have the world in mind, so to speak, when I was writing my book of poetry to my children. I had my children who are my world. (laughs) They were the only ones in mind, not the global world. So God did exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask or think. And he, he kept his promise to me. He said that he was preparing an audience for me. I grabbed hold of various promises of the word of God and various visions that I've had throughout the course of my life. And I wrote that vision down and I made it plain to him that I believe that this is what you're going to do for me. I didn't limit him in terms of how he was going to do it. I didn't outline what and how I thought it was going to transpire. Let's look up transpire. Hold on. Let's look that up. Oh, the synonyms for divulge are disclose, reveal, tell, impart, communicate, or pass on. And um, transpire. Let's look that up. And that's according to the um, Oxford Languages Dictionary. For those of you that have been listening to to me for quite some time. Y'all know that is one of the dictionaries that I use a lot. Um, But to transpire is occur, happen. So I didn't know how this is going to happen. I did not know. I know that I had goals. One of my goals, to be honest with you, if I'm being completely transparent, is to reach over 10,000 listens before my two-year mark. Can I do it? That's up to my audience. That's not up to me, honey. (laughs) But I trust God. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I trust God. So that was one of the things that I wrote down. And I even wrote, I believe that we will have a child together in wedlock at your appointed time. Once you have established us in your goodness and divine order. Honey, we had to. (laughs) We had two children. Okay. He does exceeding abundantly, exceeding abundantly above all we could ask, think, or even imagine. That's my personal opinion. Okay, what else did I write? Okay, so. I even put, I believe that you will give us both financial understanding and wisdom. And the irony is. It has happened. We're not married any longer, but we both now have financial wisdom 
and an understanding of our finances. So God still honored that prayer. So this is something else that I noticed. Sorry, I'm, I'm over here going through the journal and I'm trying to do it in a quick fashion, but I'm trying to make sure that I that I remain mindful. OK, because it was one point that I was like, wow, I was really speaking. I was really speaking those things that be not as though they are. Lord, look at look, look at how you taught your child. Um, OK, so for some reason. I have lost. I can't find it anymore. Okay, so. I prayed over myself. And what I said was. And, and, and this is to men and women. This is not just to. This is not just to women. I said, who am I in Christ? A young woman with a beautiful smile. That would light up any room, a bright young lady, a survivor of the fittest, a young woman with a wonderful sense of humor, a wonderful mother who dearly loves all of her children the same. An excellent poet and author, a woman who loves to praise God and worship him in song and dance, a young woman full of joy, full of hope and visions. A woman who adores her husband. Now, I wrote this. Hold on. Because now we are talking about the Dear Future Hubby podcast. <laughs> because I'm no longer married. Okay. So, this was written on December the 3rd of 2001. So, we're going to make this a prophetic word. How about that? A woman who adores her husband, whom God will bless her with. A woman who loves to shop. Yes, I do, y'all. Do hair. Still do. Cook. Still do. And does not mind cleaning. Still don't. A very creative woman with so much potential to succeed in life. A very good friend. An honest woman. A woman who is able to forgive. An understanding woman. A very confident and secure woman. A woman who doesn't mind hard work. A giving woman. A very considerate woman. A lovable and loving woman. A woman whose presence is welcomed. A prayer warrior. An intercessor. A God-fearing woman. A saved woman filled with the Holy Spirit. A tongue-speaking woman. A, a courageous woman who only fears God. I'm like, okay, God. Sometimes you got to write your vision down for yourself and make it plain. And it is okay. This is my personal opinion for us to edify our own selves. See, a lot of times what we do when we enter into relationships is wait for the other person to reaffirm us. If we create that habit now, single people, before we say I do, that takes some of the pressure off of our life partners, our spouses. 
If I'm already taking time out in my prayer time with God to edify my own self, to build myself up, to say those things that I would love to hear my spouse say, it's not as foreign when it's said, it's confirmed when it's said. Because I've already been hearing those words concerning me as I'm speaking them to myself. That's why affirmations, in my opinion, are so important. It's a really, really great habit to get into whenever you are literally standing in the mirror and you are saying, I am wonderfully and uniquely made. I am more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer. All these good things come to me. I went and invested in a couple of cards, affirmation cards, because you can literally go on, you can go anywhere. You can shop for it, go on Amazon. You can do all of that. Y'all are welcome, Amazon, because that was a free plug. Okay. But anywho, so you can go online and you can literally order affirmation cards. And by ordering those affirmation cards, you don't know. I mean, it, you do you, boo. <laughs> you can opt to do it every day if you want, or you could do it whenever you're feeling down. But whenever you are taking the time out to build yourself up and not waiting on someone else to do that, it makes you feel better about you. And I was listening to someone every once in a while, I'll get on Clubhouse. And I was listening to a lady that said, and, and I was like, wow, first of all, let me tell you, I love to listen to people that are smarter than me. I'm like a little bitty five-year-old kid sitting at the lap of wisdom. And that is one of my favorite pastimes. And so as I'm listening and gleaning from wisdom, one of the things that she said that resonated with me is that a lot of times we will get into these relationships and when we enter into these relationships, we have not considered us. Let me break it down because how she how she put it, I was like, that's really interesting. She was like, if you know that you are not financially where you want to be. Why would you burden someone by entering into a relationship with them instead of first getting you together? If you know that there are certain goals and aspirations that you want to reach, why would you burden someone else by taking and tackling that with them when you could reach those goals by yourself first? What I gathered from that, because she, what she ended up saying was when we don't take the time out to really master self, then we run the risk of bleeding on someone else while we're broken. And full transparency, that's exactly what I was doing in my relationships. There was a lot of hurt and a lot of trauma that I had encountered throughout my childhood and young adult life that I had never dealt with. I didn't go to counseling. I didn't have a therapist. I was self doing the whole, trying to self-medicate, however. And, I, and it wasn't, for me, it wasn't drugs. For me, it wasn't that. It was sex. For me, my self-medication was sex. Everybody's issue is going to be different. If you didn't catch it, I have 
six kids. I had one miscarriage, but I have six children. So I'm not foreign to sex. I had four out of wedlock. So I'm not foreign to sex. It's not a foreign thing to me. So I was bleeding in these relationships and they were too. Let's just keep it 100 percent honest. They were too. And so as we were bleeding on each other, we were not taking the time out to figure out or even to mend some of those broken places of our hearts. We were self-medicating with each other, being in these unhealthy relationships, these toxic relationships in hopes that it would solve its own problem over a period of time. And we only made it worse over a period of time because we weren't fully honest with ourselves. And so the more that I'm living life, the more that I'm going through certain situations, the more I'm able to hopefully share so that other people will enter into these unions, eyes wide open. There was a, I, I, oh my God, I don't want to get the, the artist wrong. But let me see if I can find it. See if I can find it real quick for y'all. He said, oh, nope, if I do that, then it's going to mess us up. So look it up. I don't, I don't, I think it's Ty Trebet. I hope I did not get the artist wrong. Please forgive me if I did. But the name of the song is called Stand in Love. And pretty much what he was trying to say or what he is saying is that I don't want to fall in love anymore. I want to stand in love. And I get that. I totally get that. I remember talking to my aunt Tina and she was saying how if we really pay attention and I'm paraphrasing because it's been many years falling when you're falling, you have no control. Do you really want to be that person who has no control? And that's what we say a lot. We've adopted that. Oh, I fall. I fell in love. And OK, but is that a good thing? That you didn't have any control, <laughs> that you weren't mindful of what it is that you were getting yourself into and who it is that you were yoking up to. Is that a good thing? So it's just something to consider. I mean, I know we try to romanticize it. <laughs> Honey, I done fell in love. But is that always good? Maybe standing in love, standing on the word, standing on God's promises, making sure that we are honoring his will. And that his will is trumping our will so that he can get the glory. Maybe that's really the stance that we should take. I'm just saying. Because from all the times that I done fell in love, which I had no control of. Uh, yeah, we may still be friends, but that's as far as it went. <laughs> I'm just saying. So maybe standing in love is a better option going forward. Just food for thought. We could agree to disagree. It's all good. But yeah, so when I thought about that, I was like, you know what? Huh. It's a lot of statements that we've adopted over the course of time. That may not necessarily be conducive to where it is that we want to go in the future. 
So being mindful of the words that we're speaking over ourselves, the way that we're viewing ourselves, if we're truly edifying ourselves, if we are tearing ourselves down directly and indirectly, being mindful of those things, I believe would be very wise. Because in being mindful of those things, there is a strong possibility that we could change the trajectory of our lives in the most powerful and positive way. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. I do hope that it has encouraged someone. However, do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.